Hey, what's happening, party people? This episode of Janky Town is brought to you by Montanez U Injury Lawyers. That's right, we have a sponsor. It's our very first sponsor, and thank you so much to Montanez U Injury Lawyers for helping us launch. If you need an injury lawyer, call them up. It's a free consultation. They could come to you via phone or virtually. And this is very important. If there's no recovery, there's no fee. So you don't have to worry about owing them money. They just will not let it happen. They're a small firm, but they deliver big results. Like the Janky Town Podcast. And they're happy to answer any questions you might have. You might have a case and you just don't know it. Hit and run, uninsured motorists, they do it all. Their number is 833-MY-LAW-NOW. 833-MY-LAW-NOW. Or you can log on to MyInjuryLawyers.com. And they're the official lawyers of Jankytown. So you can't go wrong with calling Montanez U Injury Lawyers. And get this. They give their clients their personal cell phone numbers. So if you need information about your case or you have a question, you could call them night or day. They're there 24-7 to help you and give you peace of mind. So give them a call. Once again, the number is 833-MY-LAW-NOW. Or log on to MyInjuryLawyers.com. Yo, check us out with our second sponsor. And this is one that everyone could use at one time or another. Janky Town has an official printing store, Minuteman Press Chino. And you can find them at PrintChino.com for all your printing needs. They do business cards, invites, catalogs, flyers, brochures, and they even do large format printing, which means window graphics, car decals, stickers, signs, banners, whatever you need printed, they can print. They do apparel, t-shirts, caps, hoodies, silkscreen, direct garment, sublimation, embroidery. They also do plaques trophies but they probably don't do those participation trophies because those suck and the latest trend is all the social distancing signage so if you have a business and you need to put social distancing six feet apart signage please hit them up at printchino.com they will hook you up you can check out their work at mmp chino they're on instagram and facebook again it's mmp chino and if you mention the janky town podcast you will receive a discount of 10.69%. Nice. Check them out at printchino.com or you can always give them a call 909-465-5550. That's Miniman Press Chino. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They design, print, and promote you. This episode of Janky Town is sponsored by thiswebdeveloper.com, the people that brought you janky.town. So if you want to go check out that website, it's just a little glimpse of what this web developer can do for you. They build high-performing custom websites for a broad spectrum of product, services, and personal brands. They can take your current website from good to great. They'll show you how to improve your web presence and performance, or you could get a whole new website custom-built just for you. Go and request a free consultation. Go to thiswebdeveloper.com or give them a call at 858-345-6444, or you can email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. This web developer is led by an experienced developer with a network of niche experts to get your website looking great and working effectively for you. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for either a brand new site or you want to take your website to the next level, visit thiswebdeveloper.com, 858-345-6444, or email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. Get your website right! Okay, guys, I'm going over here and get my judge. I got my grown folks hair on. I got my uh, savage clothes on. I'm ready for this damn heat. 
and I'm ready for these people. Because I'm going to vote. And ain't shit going to stop me. Not this song. Not this heat. And y'all need to go on on and get y'all judge and get y'all vote on. Because let me show you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to get my damn judge. They could stand out there for 15 hours. I got my chair. They could stand out there for 24 hours. I got my snacks. I ain't going to play with these hoes. I'm going to vote. And I said, you go vote too. That lady is the best. You know how all these celebrities oh are all God, like, oh, her. you go vote. This and this one is going to get everybody out to go vote. So people, yes, go out and vote. But that lady was my favorite of all time. Got to get your judges on, right? You got to do yep. it, man. You got to do it. Yeah, it's it's a little... Ex- I don't know how you guys feel about everybody posting, hey, I'm at a, a voting mailbox dropping in. Okay, just vote. Okay, we don't want to see that. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, just we know, right? At this point, right? Mm. Or yeah. What? I agree because like uh, I think it's just like oh I, I gotta post I, it at this I point I don't I don't mind it like do you get mad when people post a I voted sticker like that was the that's that was last year right Listen, everyone posting I voted yes I get sick of that but Kevin this year from Kevin and Bean he posted with, with it over his eye like he was wearing an eye patch now that yeah. I like that's funny that's be good. funny buddy Wait, be creative like? yeah I like if I were to put on my butthole take a picture is that good? yes yes oh, please do that <laughs> yes. please do that did I see yeah. correctly that Shaq is going to vote for the very first time this election. Is that true? Or yes, that's wow. true. See, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of that, man. How old and, is Shaq? That's why. One hundred and thirty-four, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty, almost fifty. Oh, man, that's that's a, that's amazing to me. I mean, I'm one of those guys who listen. I I, I play funny. It's like, oh, I don't care, whatever, dude. But I've ever since I had, you know, I was a uh, eighteen, I was out there voting, you know. And, and even though, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, I'm not the most educated person. I try around this time. I try to educate my, my, myself a little bit more. Luckily, I have a really smart wife, so she kind of, you know, <laughs> she kind of kind of gives me guidelines and stuff and what I should be looking at but I, that's a very good uh privilege that we have here in these uh good old united states of ours so uh yeah go out there and vote people guys Do you guys ever disagree on on something um on like 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 oh proposition this you're hey, like nope so uh, so i'm suck not a, it. so i'm not a big uh, prop guy so the other night she was uh filling in our little ballots so she's like what do you think about the props i'm like Yes, I'm Prop 69. That's about it. <laughs> That's my input. And I hope she went. <laughs> yeah. I hope she went. Nice. No. She was... She, <laughs> my wife... I'm so lucky to have the wife I have. She looked at me and she just shook her head. Do you know how many times that happens to me? Like multiple <laughs> times a day. And I'm really... Every single oh, time I'm like, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, you, you know how it is. When you have like the job we've had for all these years and we don't take really anything seriously, we're like this all the time. It's hard to shut yeah. off and be serious sometimes you know what i mean yeah for sure so um but uh dave uh i want mugs to uh he was a star of our last episode Un- oh un- my god mugs and i think uh we want to do something here and i don't know what this yeah. piece of production is should i play it now or uh wait muggles uh not yet no oh, okay not yet omar uh well first of all uh if you if you can I would like to pull up the uh, the grievance intro because I would oh, like to okay. file a grievance right now. Okay, hold on one second. So, uh, Let me pull that up. Yeah. Here, here we go. And now it's time to file a grievance. It's the Janky Town Grievance Corner. Okay. Yes. Uh, you guys, you guys say I was the star of last week. We don't show. say. We be... know. We heard. I edited. Uh, yeah, we heard it. We were there. <clears throat> yeah. Episode seven of the Janky Town podcast. Uh, Muggs is on that dank jank, uh, I believe it was titled. Yep. 
And I listened to it, you guys. You did? Was that and, the first um, one that you listened to? The second one. Okay. Um, and um, I want to take this time to apologize for even what? participating in that podcast. Why? Because because I was shit. I was awful. And <laughs> you know how some people get high and they're funny? I think like this is me. This might just be me because I'm overcritical of myself. Yeah. I was stepping on everybody. You were? I was, I was uh-huh. lethargic sounding because I was high. absolutely were. True. And for some reason, I thought it was okay to be like this far away from he the was. mic. He was. And, and that was just... Dave, I'm not kidding you, Dave. I, I thought about telling him that and I was just like, it's not going to matter. No. He's so stoned. It's, it's not going to matter. I realized that. Yeah. I realized that about 45 <laughs> minutes through the hour and 50 minute podcast. Wow. This is just all around bad. So... In fact, ladies and gentlemen, janksters and jankafarians, I am going to file the grievance on myself for being <laughs> high while recording last week's podcast, because if I've learned anything, I do not perform better. Beer mug, next time you record an episode of the Janky Town podcast, make sure all the edibles you took from the night before are out of your system because you sounded like shit. <laughs> Yep. So hey, there it is. Okay, okay. I understand that, but ruling has been ruling has come down. But yeah. don't you think that Dave and I bounced off of you rather funny, and and we were able to make it funny? You guys were great. You yeah, guys, were great. but I every think t- as long as you recognize that, and we don't do that every episode, I thought it was fine. Dave, what never do you think? again. Oh, I liked it. I, hey, I famous last words, hey, by hey. the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't do it again. Listen, you, yeah. you had a banner week. You, first, it started with the golf course, and then, mm-hmm. and then with the the, the weed. Oh yeah. my god, it, it was, was just, funny. It was, and then, and then I would, uh, you know how normally I'm Mister Thirty Seconds Too Late. I was just <laughs> Mister Fucking Five Minutes Too Late on everything, and it was just, it was just cringeworthy every yeah. time I heard myself. You guys were great. Yeah, and every, Jay- time I, every time I heard my voice, I was just like, God damn it! And there was so much editing. So much. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, never all, it's all again. good. It's all good. <laughs> but I'm high right now. <laughs> oh, man. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I thought, that was I thought, good. I, at the time, I was having a good time when we were recording it. But when I was in the editing room, I was hating life. Oh. Yeah. But, but, but it was fine. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, I think all the uh, janksters enjoyed it. And, uh, and people were calling you out on social media. And I think, I think that's great. I think, you know what? Yeah. It brought a unique perspective to that episode and hopefully it's going to be <laughs> that episode alone one time God. that this is what people know mugs for getting high doing <sighs> stupid things and yeah there you are that's you mugs yeah all right <laughs> uh dave uh you're out in uh, colorado and uh yeah. you told me in our show prep meeting that you do something called jeeping which i have no jeeping. idea it's called jeeping right or I, I i think so dude i've never done this in my life before okay. and i don't know if that's the correct term i guess it's like trailing but but what it is is we get in a jeep and we drive up these freaking roads in colorado like and and it's it's weird because you'll be driving on like a highway and the next thing you know you make a right and then you're on a dirt road and then you start going straight uphill up these mountains and it's like the side of the cliff. That sounds scary. It, it doesn't sound. It fun. is scary. It is scary. It's it's kind of scary. And I'm afraid of heights, man. And, and we were on some cliffs and we're going up like at four like four miles per hour going uphill going over these rocks these big jeeps. It was so cool, dude. Just being out there in the mountain with no no uh no other cars coming around and and you know and 
we went up this one trail where I guess a lot of hunters go. And so I'm like, are we going to get shot? And oh my God. And the guy goes, and my friend goes, I hope not. Like, you know. Like he doesn't know. Like, Maybe I don't know. Like, what? I don't know. Like, I hope not. Like, <laughs> they could hear the car. So I was like, man, this is wild. It's just, and, and apparently a lot of people do this, especially here in Colorado, in Utah and, and all these like mountain states that they just drive up the, the so drive up the side of a road and drive up a mountain so so today around 5 p.m i was just you know glancing at the social media and i follow i think it was abc news and yeah. I, I see the little headline and it says oh jeep in colorado shows eating like eating shit or something like that and i see the video dave explain the video i sent to you Okay, so this is a dash cam video of one Jeep driving down a trail, and in front of them, another Jeep just falls down and, like, falls off the cliff, continues to roll down. It was crazy. And I read the caption, oh, I read the story, and this one girl who's 27-year-old was ejected out of her Jeep with her two dogs. Oh, my and God. And she suffered spinal injuries, oh. and the dogs were fine. But And, and, and she's, she's fine now, but I was like, oh, my God. And, and she looked like... That road didn't look that bad. It looked like it was some switchbacks, but you know that's the, that's a technical term. Oh, okay. oh, I don't know switchbacks. if you know that. I don't you know. Know, switchbacks, <laughs> okay. but uh, you were being racist. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the the this jeep just falls down the side of the cliff and and trust me i i showed it to my girlfriend krista and she's all like why would you show us this we're going in a jeep this weekend i was like oh, oh my wow God. yeah, Dude, yeah. That's, that's, so, that's crazy so, that's crazy uh, but man it is so much fun and i mean you, you know on a roller coaster when you're just like bouncing everywhere in like a bounce house yeah that was me in the back seat just bouncing everywhere we're locked in and loaded but but we're just bouncing everywhere because these roads are just so narrow and bumpy is and it rocky, fun and we're going yes it's very very fun. Oh, okay. uh, if you like it, if you don't like bouncing around and being in the outdoors, then no, it's not going to be Is it kind of being in uh, one of those sand rails down there in Glamis? Yes, but a lot bumpier. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we did the sand rails with lightning and like oh, the guy yeah. would, would turn sideways and, and we're going up these mountains of, of sand, just, yeah. you know, the sand dunes and, and it's going fast. This is the opposite of that where it's slow and bumpy, but you're just having fun because you're like, we were laughing the whole time and having a good time. Oh, that's and, cool. And it, it was so much fun and it was great because it was in the like, like the evening and, and it was so cool. Then we did it again where my, one of my, my friends was doing it for the first time where she was driving yeah. and we went went up a quarter of the road and we had to turn around because she's like i can't do this oh, it was, it's serious? hard man uh, yeah it's hard and i like i can't drive stick so i can't drive so she was she's like i can't do this anymore and oh we had God. to turn around like 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 the austin just imagine austin powers and the, the part where he's turning around in like the 10 point turn yeah that was us and the jeep like beep 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 beep, beep Jesus, back and forth man. back and forth back and forth and we finally got down we're all like <sighs> we survived well, but man it's fun so hopefully one day we could all do it I'm but glad you didn't then. die dude I, you know there's still time so <laughs> you know so, I'm here so. for a couple more weeks so That's yeah funny okay um, <laughs> I don't have anything to say because I had a very boring weekend so really yeah did you eat anything good no <laughs> I didn't do anything. No? No. No. I, I When it comes down to like food and stuff, I'm not really that adventurous. I had Jack in the Box, and then I had uh, <laughs> like a pizza, like a DiGiorno or something. Whoa, this yeah. sounds like me. <laughs> it's like never even. Oh, you're a culinary master right there, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Jackie Town. Jackie. Hit the ground. 
Check. We can get the check popping. That's a sound. Check. Check. We make your frown. Check. Go upside down. Check. It's getting janky. We the greatest pound for pound. What up, Muggs? Check. What up, Dave? Check. What up, O? Check. What up, James? What up, Muggs? Check. What up, Dave? Check. What up, O? Check. What up, James? It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. That's <laughs> right. Thank you very much for listening. This is episode number eight of the Janky Town podcast. You can email oh, us show. whenever you want. Uh, the email is jankytown69 at gmail.com. And of course, you could call our jank line. The jank line number is 855 janky69. I almost forgot it there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, was going to say uh, the Afro line, too. Still, still <laughs> yeah. kind of confused about all that. And you could also follow us on our Instagram and Twitter at Janky69. So we're all in the same spot. We're all in the same spot. And uh, I think, guys, well, at first, I want to play this because I don't want people to forget. Janky Town. It's at Janky Town. What the hell is that, man? I don't have no time for no junk, Janky Town. See. He's back, everybody. Quincy. Back. Quincy. Quincy. Did he get no, no, the no, handle no. right? Mug, Wrong? Mugs is back. No, I said Janky Town 69. No, you said Janky 69. But that's what you get not. when you listen to Janky Town. We don't oh, get our we don't get our handles right. <laughs> oh. And by the way, you stepped over Quincy Mugs. Come on now. I know this I'm is sorry. extra janky. Janky Town. What the hell is that, man? I don't have no time for no junk, Janky Town. <laughs> I just say when he says junk, it's the best. When he says oh, I got no Quincy time. Jones, man. man. I have no legend, time for no legend, junk, yeah. Janky oh. Town, man. That's hilarious. Legend. Yeah. Well. Well, luckily, our Jankses do have time for Junk Janky Town. So what do we got this this episode, Omar? Uh, a lot of good stuff, but we're going to start with... Uh, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to say, say what we have because that's the wrong move because if we don't have time for something and I say it right now, then that kind of like... It's, it's not worth it, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to sell yeah. what we're doing, so let's not... In that right. case, uh, we have Brad Pitt coming in <laughs> in about 10 minutes. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I do want to start off with, uh, with this. The B team is good. Try things. I just Ooh. use the same you thing. Get, get your, uh, get your, uh, get your donuts ready. We'll just get Beer Mug to do it Cause he's so dumb and stupid We're gonna try it We're gonna try it We're gonna try it <laughs> Try it Try it now Alright Alright right, I'm getting my donut here all right, let's talk about what it is first, Omar. So what, so what we came across was we saw that Dunkin' Donuts was introducing for their Halloween season a spicy ghost pepper donut featuring strawberry flavor icing with cayenne and ghost pepper for a sweet heat treat at Dunkin'. Wow. Now, uh, I hate spicy shit. Yeah. Oh, you um, like it? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. I like sriracha. I like Tabasco. I like Tapatio. So I could I could stomach all those. I like jalapenos. Now, when it comes down to like the Serrano level of heat, uh, I'm out. Oh. I don't like I don't like the Serrano. So Serrano is probably my my tap out level of heat that I can say. So you yeah. would say you you're okay with cayenne and ghost pepper. I mean, is that as hot I th- as I think, I think No, I That's think hotter. ghost pepper is... Cayenne isn't, but I think ghost pepper is. Ghost pepper is one of the hottest, right? Mugs, or Mugs would know. 
It's uh, Carolina Reaper. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. And like scorpions are the hottest on the Scoville level of measuring heat. That's the official okay. meat meter of. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but much like you guys, um, I like I like hot and. A lot of people were hitting me up on Twitter. I guess the the one chip, uh, the Pocky one chip challenges back. They're like, Muggs, you got to try it. I'm like, listen, guys, ah, did it a year please, ago. Please, please. Did, <laughs> did, did it before it was cool. And that thing, I remember it. It wasn't too crazy uh, on the tongue. But once I like the sensation started hitting, it was already down my throat. And that's where it kind of was like, holy shit. Uh, it felt like needles were going oh. down. So, yeah, it was very, it was rough. So I remember we had milk in the studio. So the, the one uh, chip challenge, it was, pr- it was, it was not great, but, um, you know, I remember uh, eating something the hottest I've ever eaten was called Dave's Insanity Sauce, not made by Dave. Was that Dave's jizz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you eat that? Much? Unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, no, somebody. Get, we were at a Mexican restaurant and they had a bunch of hot sauces and this stuff. I was like, "Ooh, it's Dave's Insanity Sauce." So at the time, was like one of the hottest sauces. Like ever, right? Right. So I wanted to try it, and I just took a little drop of it. They ha- it comes out of like a little dropper. Yeah. And the color of it, it's it looks like it. It doesn't look like like Tapatio or Cholula, like your base. It's like dark, deep blood red, and I'm like, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! And I was, I had a drop of it in my mouth, like in- instantly was on fire, and I was like. Why would anybody like subject themselves to yeah, this? Yeah, I don't it's, like it. Like when it's so hot, you're sweating, and it just it's yeah. just not enjoyable. Oh my god, painful so, pain yeah. in the mouth. I mean, yeah. I don't even like I don't even like like tapatio, dude. So like you yeah. know, it's, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Red yeah. crushed peppers. I don't like that. Like oh, I love if that. There's, yeah. If there's too much garlic, I don't. It, yeah. it, I, I'm like, <gasps> I start I start like panting and all that. Wow. So yeah. you know what? I, I, I got to be honest. I'm a little concerned because yeah. I don't have milk. All I have is water. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You I, guys I don't have. have, you I see, have so, so I don't have anything because I. So this being a donut and it being available at Dunkin' Donuts to me says that it's not going to be hot whatsoever. I think. Okay. I, I think it might so have you're, a little cool. kick. Yeah, I don't have anything in front of me. Back to Dave's uh, pussy meter when it comes to hot sauce. The mild sauce at Taco Bell and Del Taco are too hot for him. That's yeah, the that's, that's like the lowest. Yeah. I actually do like the the Taco Bell mild sauce. It's tasty. Okay, yeah, because that's not even. But that's spice. Nice, that's like flavorful. That's not, spice. That's not even hot. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like like you know like pico de gallo that's when like, there's too much like there's too much like onion and there's like yeah. one little piece of that's too spicy for me. Oh, so so yeah. So all right. So a uh, guy. So I uh, asked I asked uh, the cashier at Dunkin' today when I bought it. I said so. Uh, no cheating, man. No, I just I wanted to get her opinion. Mm-hmm. I said what what do you what do you think of. Uh, the the ghost uh, pepper donut and she's like that's good I'm like oh yeah so uh, like, okay eh, it's not that crazy so we're gonna find out I was like oh All okay right. not that crazy okay so uh, and then we got to come up with if if they should buy it or not try it I don't know I don't know okay. what buy it or not tr- no <laughs> I don't know what our catchphrase is gonna be but it's no. it's not that All right so who goes first. Uh, I say we just go at the same time at the same like, time we all have we all have yep. the same donut right yep. oh damn Omar's is like all like oh, dosed up. All right. Okay. Oh, let me see yours. Oh, yeah. Mine is, what? Yours mine barely is like, have anything on there. Mine has you the tell? Yeah. You cheater. Yeah. What the, I didn't, the fucking hot stuff? Look. I didn't touch shit, dude. Yeah. Look, mine has oh. so much on it. I think they gave Omar a little extra shit. Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Here let's go. Here uh, we go. Let's try it. Uh, here we go. Mm. It tastes like strawberry. 
Yeah, there's a little spice there. All right, there's a little spice. Okay, I could. Okay, it's it's building up. I'm taking a second bite. Yeah, me too. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's really building up for you, Dave. It's there. It's not taking. It's not crazy. I will say it's good. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Um. Uh, I, I'll go for another bite. I'm going to finish the entire. It's not bad. Oh. I'm just because I'm hungry, but but you know what? The spice is there, but it's not overpowering. It's I think there. the well barely. for you because you guys have tongues of steel, oh. but for me, uh, let me take a second bite. Mm-hmm. I'm on my third. I finished it. Ooh, you, it's good. You, <laughs> it's real good. You listeners are enjoying this, mm. huh? Us. Mm. Remember that dude who always complained about Omar eating? Yeah, it's for you. <laughs> Well, I gotta say, it's not spicy at all. No, um, um, nope, no. But it's good. Uh-huh. So it's come good. On, be honest. There's a little spice there, but very little. I could, yes, very little. I could feel it, but but Omar's right. There's actually strawberry icing and all that. It's really mm-hmm. good donut. Yeah, that's good. It is a good donut. It's yeah. Good. All right. Well, so Dunkin' Donuts, ghost pepper, cayenne uh, pepper. Hey, okay. go it's buy good it. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very minimal. Very minimal spice. I yeah. think a flaming yeah. hot Cheeto has way more spice than this. I, I, no, I can't even deal. With, I can't even deal with flaming hot Cheeto. Uh. Green, 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 green. Hey, even though beer mug's not ready, we have sponsor here, and uh, we want We want to give a shout out to Minuteman Press Chino. Hey, we're so tired recording this episode. So uh, please, <laughs> thank you for bearing with us. Um, Minuteman Press Chino, one of our uh, <laughs> one of our. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. God! Omar's <laughs> slowing down. He's a one of our one of our one of our. Oh, it's fabulous, baby. Who is that guy? I'm, am I doing an impression of uh, Sammy Davis Jr.? Hey, it's fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> I thing. don't know. Uh, no, no. Is that Billy Crystal doing something? Yeah, marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. <laughs> Ooh, wait, but who am oh. I doing? Mugs, Mugs knows this. A reference that no one has heard about for ah. fucking thirty years. Oh, Just baby, keep going. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. You know what? You, you know what's marvelous? Minuteman. <laughs> Press Chino is marvelous, baby. Oh, no. They do graphic design, printing, large format apparel. They do all kinds of shit, man. So anything that you could do, <laughs> oh. um, that you could get printed uh. on, they're going to hook you up, whether it be t-shirts, invitations. If you have a business and you, you have a blank window, they could do uh, stuff like window decals, you know, and throw you up on there. Businesses, if you guys are reopening, they could do signs for you. They could do yard signs saying you're open and with a little arrow pointing people this way to go into your business to help you get more people inside your business i'm saying business a lot because i'm very tired and i can't think of any other words and it's marvelous and you know what you can find them at www.printchino.com and you got to check out their ig and facebook their ig and facebook are mmp chino and they have a bunch of their work up there and by the way they keep adding to their ig page so you can get ideas especially right now what's hot is the social distancing signage so if you're a business there it is again business it's marvelous you can get <laughs> All that social distancing signage done there, and you could put it on your window. They do stickers. And Dave, talk a little bit about the the new Jankster the stickers that they're designing for us. Oh my god, <laughs> they're designing a sticker for us, Omar. It looks great. No, but it's a uh, you know it looks really good. And it, you know on their IG, I saw that they did a couple of mugs for some families, and they came out great. But if you make sure to mention the podcast, you'll receive a ten point six nine discount just for the Janky Town listeners. So if you give them a call at nine zero nine four six five 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 zero, and then let them know that Janky Town sent you. That's Minuteman Press Chino. 
Yeah, and then if uh, you guys are ever around Chino, you could uh, stop by their store, and they actually have Janky Town stickers all printed up for you. And uh, Robert over there said they could cruise by and pick one up. They're at one three six four one Central Avenue Suite. Oh, that's in Chino, California nine one seven zero. And if you want to email them and you have you know you want to inquire about just you know any kind of product that you think they might not have, but you could talk to Robert. I'm sure he could make it happen. Their email address is Chino at MinutemanPress.com. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Once again, that's printchino.com, and the number is 909-465-5550. Say hi to Robert for us. They're Minuteman Press Chino. They design, print, and promote you. Uh, hey, Dave, do you still love your, your girl, Gwen Stefani? Still love her. I don't listen to any of her new music, but I still love her personally. And uh, it was just a couple weeks ago. It was just uh, the 25th anniversary of Tragic Kingdom. And man, does that album damn good and still holds up. It is good. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I still love her. Uh, but man, did you see her? <sighs> what, what do you guys think about Jimmy Fallon? Ugh. Okay. So she was, yeah. about she, was, she was on Jimmy Fallon and... Is she married or is she dating Blake She's Smelton? dating Blake Shelton. Smelton. Smelton. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you call him Smelton? Listen, I don't know what it is about just looking at that guy, but I know he smells. He's got like some sort of nasty <laughs> smell going on. And I li- listen, and I don't have a little crush like, you know, Dave has on Gwen. You know, for me, I don't care. If I were just to see this uh, this Blake Smelton on, on the street... I was like, oh, that dude smells. I don't know why I'm the only guy that feels that way. Like, I, I guarantee you he smells. But, okay, that's neither here or there, okay? But he yeah. is one of the biggest country stars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Big country music artist. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon thought it would be funny to kind of think, oh, we're having Gwen Stefani on to promote her being on The Voice. So, we're going to say, Gwen Stefani's going country. And this is how he thinks comedy goes, question mark? <laughs> Howdy, I'm Buck Pinto. Okay, he's Buck Pinto. There you go. Okay, mm-hmm. really? You're going to start with Buck Pinto. Okay, all right. Okay, com- comedy Howdy. western name. Check. Yeah, yeah. Howdy, I'm Buck Pinto. Here with a new record I think y'all going to be mighty excited for. See, if you're like me, you love the sweet sounds of down-home country music. But if you're also like me, you love the rock and music of multi-talented superstar Gwen Stefani. Problem is, you got to choose one or the other. Well, not anymore. Thanks to this new album, Gwen's Gone Country. Okay. Can you come up with a more clever name, just Gwen's Gone Country? There's something about Fallon just... just. Well, so uh, I see where this is heading, and, and man, oh. so we, I think we can all identify the problem already. Yeah. Gwen's Gone Country. So if you like your ska and pop by the way of the South, you're going to love her new versions of songs like Just a Girl, Sweet Escape, nope. and of course the classic Please Don't, don't. Speak. No. Don't speak, no, what you say. Yeehaw. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me Okay, Dave, what do you think? Oh, come on. Why? Why, why, why are they doing this to Gwen? But wait, and there's why more. why did she agree to it? No. Yeehaw. It don't get no better than that. Except it does. There's so much Jesus. more to this collection. It's my life underneath it all. And one of my personal favorites, Spiderwebs. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in a spiderweb, so leave a message and I'll call you back. Oh, lively story, but 
That actually just doesn't. It doesn't sound too. That bad. one yeah. actually. Yeah, that one doesn't sound bad <laughs> yeah. at all. all right. Right. But then, but then, doesn't that sound like it's just Spiderweb's acoustic though? Like, there's no like country kind flair of, to it. Yeah. You know? Sorry. Yeah, let's they had a little slide guitar. That's it. Yeah. You know. If I saw that on my caller ID, I'd pick right the hell up. You didn't think I'd holler at your girl? That's right. Oh, you wouldn't do God that. damn. Come on, Dave. Look. You didn't think I'd holler at your girl? You see, because you didn't think I'd holler at your girl? Oh God. That's right. You wouldn't do that because you ain't no holler back girl. Oh no. Yeah, here we go. Oh god damn it. That's what I'm talking about. So get your copy of Gwen's Gone Country today. And if you order now, you get this exclusive bonus album. Blake Shelton, Big Sky Country. Order today. There's no doubt you'll love it. You see, no, Blake Shelton, Big Ska Country. Did you hear that? No doubt oh. you'll love it. Oh, oh God. God, Jimmy Fallon sucks. Don't bring Gwen Stefani in your badness. Do you think Jimmy Fallon just, he's given up? Like, no, what is that? I, he thinks, he probably thinks that's funny. He thinks that's funny? Yeah, no, and, no but way. you know what? To be fair, like his audience probably loves it, so... Uh, okay, well, oh that's God. your girl. That's your girl, Gwen. When does Borat come out? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Since uh, March, uh, when the official government uh, shutdown started with this whole coronavirus thing, a lot of people have been f- trying to file for EDD. But have you guys heard of an up-and-coming rapper by the name of Nuke Bizzle? <laughs> oh, Nuke Bizzle. Uh, yeah. Nuke Bizzle? I'm not familiar with uh, Nuke Bizzle, but I am familiar with Nuke Jizzle. He does good. <laughs> Nuke Jizzle, yeah. He's a porn star. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, by the way, Muggs, uh, I'm down with EDD. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> we just got out of the fucking Jimmy Fallon fit. The, I can't know, even talk. I'm so upset you, right you, now. You know what? I think Jimmy Fallon's rubbing off on me, guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think. I, 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 I got to stay away from Jimmy Fallon. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, Nuke Bizzle is an upcoming rapper who boasted on YouTube about getting rich from unemployment fraud in his song. Well, guess what, you guys? He was recently just arrested for unemployment fraud. Oh, no that is way. Right. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yep. So uh, he appears in his music video, and it's t- uh, aptly titled EDD, and he boasts yeah, you know about- me. <laughs> he holds up a stack of uh i'm really throwing mugs off hey this is payback bitch for last episode <laughs> never getting high again so he appears in his music video called edd yeah, you know me uh in which he boasts about doing my swagger for edd and he holds up a stack of envelopes yeah you EDD. know me Okay, getting rich by going to the bank with a stack of these. You got a fly on your head. (laughs) We're never going to get through this bit. Oh, oh, I see how it is, Muggs. When you have to lead something, no, we can't have fun. We just got to get through it. Oh, okay. All right, sorry, Master Muggs. I didn't know that we had to bow down to you during your your segments. Sorry, Muggs. All right, go ahead. So, in the video, Nuke Bizzle is uh, referring to uh, the debit cards you get that come in the mail um and one of the lines yep (laughs) one of the lines 
In the song oh, I know the is, line This is the line You got a fly on your head <laughs> It's not It's not in, in the song oh, uh, One sure? of the lines in the oh, yeah, was, I'm pretty sure Yeah you know me Is that one of the lines I don't know What we're yelling about Oh now you play it <laughs> Okay Can I go Holy shit He just walked the base And blowed it <laughs> Quincy, are you listening? Oh, oh wait, 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 Quincy is listening. Janky Town? What the hell is that, man? I don't have no time for no junk, Janky Town. Oh, man. Okay, okay, so, so okay, the guy I'll, was uh, doing a music video, and uh, by the way, this is featuring Fat Wizza. You forgot to mention that. Oh, or Fat Jizza? Yeah, there you go. That's his porn star, his brother, the porn Fat star. Fat Jizza. So, uh, in the video, Nuke Bizzle, who, by the way, this is, uh, we're, we're going to put him in our garbage people category. This is a garbage people segment. Um, one of his lines is, you got to sell cocaine? I just file a claim. So, in fact, Nuke Bizzle was arrested uh, for applying for more than $1.2 million in jobless Holy benefits. Shit. Oh, wait. Are we using wait, stolen? Oh, wait, we're doing garbage people? Yeah, this is garbage, garbage people, people, I think. Oh, we forgot the intro. <laughs> there you go. Garbage people. Okay, sorry about that. I totally that spaced on that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he applied for more than $1.2 million in jobless benefits, including using stolen identities, and they're going to... Uh, he has a court hearing uh, uh, tomorrow. So, he's 31. Uh, his stage name is Nuke Bizzle. His real name is Fontrell Antonio Baines, and he's in a lot of shit, and rightly so. Uh, let's take a listen to some of uh, EDD and uh, yeah, see Yeah, you know me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I want to listen to this. Fat Wizza. New Bizzle. I just been swiping for EDD. Go to the bank and stack at least. This is here better than selling peas. I made some rent that I couldn't believe. Ten cards, that's 200 bucks. You got a I got a on your head. I just want to I'm in New York having money for I done got rich, I'm an EDD. I ain't hit no more liquor than EDD. And just last night I was selling peas. And I just woke up to 300 G. Go sit the K off of SBA. It's time to ball like the NBA. Ten cards, I'm swiping 10K a day. Counting the bills of the CPA. You gotta sell cocaine, I can defile a claim Rats coming straight to the bank, I'm doing shit that you can't Nigga, I'm smarter, you ain't EDD scale, and it's telling that you heard about I be so happy to certify uh, So there you go Nuke Bizzle and a lot of Trubizzle For doing that Oh, you're mocking me, huh? You son of a bitch I swear to God You gotta fly on your you head You son of a bitch Was that whole thing for, I hope that whole thing, you didn't decide to do that just for that to get you back, you son of a bitch. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, All right, uh, Janky Town listeners, uh, Janksters, we have a special treat for you. Um, if you is it special, oh, I, I think hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. You're gonna be disappointed with that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you tune into K Rock any any time in the last 15 years, chances are you've heard our next guest production. He's been in charge of doing uh, promos, K-Rock sweepers, jingles for the last... What is, what, how long has it been, Trevor? Yeah, it's been 15 years. This guy is just a legend in the radio industry, and I know a lot of our listeners like the K-Rock of yesteryear, and welcome to the show, Trevor Shand, uh, production director of the world-famous K-Rock. 
Wow, that was thank you. what a what an introduction! Oh, please, amazing! Thank you. My intro. Well, it's great to see you guys, man. Is <laughs> weeks out. Uh, he uh, Trevor Shen. He also uh, is one of the co-hosts of his own podcast called the Boo Crew Podcast. And his intros, oh my lord! Uh, we'll get into that a little bit, but it's 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 so insane because I've listened to his show and I can hear his guests having uh, a flash of their life right in front of their eyes because he recaps <laughs> it so well and so succinctly. It's it's insane, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that too, uh, in a bit. Trevor, I want to talk to you about your career at K Rock, if you don't mind, and uh, a little bit before that. Like, how did you get into radio? I know you were uh, doing radio in Canada, and then how'd you hear about you know the job at K Rock, and how how did everything come about for you? That's a weird. That's a crazy little story. So I was. I've been in, in, into radio since I was a little kid. I used to pretend like I had a radio station in my bedroom. I had my dad's CB radio, yeah. and I would tape the talk button down, and then I would I would stick it up to my radio at home <laughs> and play music over the CB for the truckers. Wow! And pretend I was a DJ. <laughs> right. So that's what I thought. I thought it was hilarious and wanted to do that for a living. When I found out that you could actually get paid to do that as a job, so after high school, I went to a radio college. And while I was doing that, I was interning at a at a university radio station. So oh, I would wow. go in and do the overnight shift. So I probably started, God, like, yeah, like 12th grade or whatever. I wow. started, you know, being a DJ, which was pretty cool. And uh, then after that, during my tenure at college, I ended up being the music director of the radio station, and I was interviewing bands and stuff. I had the new music show that I that I hosted for the, for the station. Oh, that's and cool. And I met a band, and... The band, this band that I really liked and, and interviewed, we hit it off really well. And then the year I was supposed to graduate, the band actually contacted me and said, hey, remember, we were doing an interview with you and you had said you played guitar. Yeah. Uh, we just got signed to Capitol Records and we're about to go on the Lilith Fair tour. And we remember <laughs> you said you play guitar and you really like the band. So we're thinking maybe you can come down to Boston and audition for the band. And wow. I was like, Whoa, shit! This is now this is cool because you know I I was playing in bands and stuff at the time, and that was I, I either wanted to play music or share music on the radio. Right. So this was great, like the best best of both worlds. And I was like, okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna audition for this band. So the band flew me to Boston. I tried out. I had to learn. I had to learn all the songs in like two days on bass and guitar. And I came back and I got in the band. I was like, holy shit, mom, dad, I'm moving to Boston. I'm on a tour with Lilith Fair. <laughs> oh my God. So how old, how old were you like, at this point? I was probably like 18. Wow. wow. That's insane. Yeah. And, and wait, was well, that band Smash Mouth? Yeah. No, they're actually called Splashdown, which is actually very <laughs> phonetically <laughs> close to Smash Mouth. They're like a trip hop band, like a female fronted trip hop band. It's wow. kind of like, like a more rock version of Portishead or something. Okay. Oh. A style that was big at the time. So. I was really into it. So that's that's what I did. Like right I graduated early from radio school and moved to Boston and that's what I was going to do. I was we started rehearsing for Lilith Fair and within a couple of weeks we started on the very last Lilith Fair tour. I think it was like 98 or 99, I believe. It was like the last one that they did. Yeah. And uh yeah, so I toured around the states and got my like work visa and all that and something happened with the band and the label. They were signed by this guy named Glenn Ballard, who had, you know, co-wrote oh. songs with Michael Jackson and Lannis uh, Morissette. Lannis uh, Morissette, yeah, you, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, That you ought to know album, her big album. He wrote uh, wrote all the songs with her on that. So it was going to be this like big thing. We were going to do Conan O'Brien and you know the Tonight Show and all this cool stuff. And 
I thought this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I got a per diem every you know every day. I got paid to rehearse, oh and this God. is going to be what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And then the band had a falling out with the label, and I was stuck in Boston without any way to make any money because my work paper said I could only get paid from Capitol Records. So I didn't know what to do. And the band's manager happened to know the program director at WBCN in Boston, a guy by the name of Oedipus. Mm -hmm. And he said, why don't you come? We know you do radio. We need some production help. Like, why don't you come and, you know, intern at the radio station if you got free time? And I said, oh, all right. So I would. That's what I did. I went over to the radio station, started dicking around, and he would let me on the air doing overnights and stuff just to kind of pass the time. (laughs) Yeah, radio. I had nothing else to do. Radio back then was like the Wild West. Like, if you knew somebody... It was like, yeah, hop on the air. No big deal, right? That's how it was back in the day. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's insane. It's, it's insane. So, yeah, all of a sudden, I was like on the air in Boston, and it only lasted for a little amount of time before I like literally ran out of money. I, I was getting my parents to send me money, and it just, they ran out, and I, I just, I didn't know what, what else I was going to do. I was right. down there for like six months, and I didn't know what to do. So, I ended up moving back up to Canada, where I was from. And just got a production job at a radio station because that's, you know, what I graduated college for. Yeah. And the only jobs I could find were in the production department. I hated radio production. I, I just wanted to be on air. I was shitty on air, but that's all I wanted <laughs> to do. That's what you wanted to do. <laughs> I could not get hired at all up there on air at all. So the only things that they had were like cutting commercials in, in production studios. So that's what I got into. And I was so fucking bored doing that that I would like turn the commercials that I was supposed to write, like scratch all the copy off and turn it into stupid songs and make <laughs> skits. And I would just put that shit on the air no matter what. Like, <laughs> what? Ask anybody. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so some station in like Toronto caught wind of what I was doing and said, hey, we got a job working with a morning show. Maybe you could come do parody songs and stuff for the morning show. I said, That's awesome. So that was my first full time job. Wow. So I did that. Worked with the morning show. Ended up getting hired doing an alternative radio station in Vancouver, which is the music that I was passionate about because the morning show was like top 40. It wasn't really my thing. Right. So moved to Vancouver, did alternative radio for a while. It flipped to smooth jazz. And <laughs> the moment it flipped to smooth jazz, I was like, this really sucks. I yeah. Gotta, I need a deeper voice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually funny because I was hosting the metal show on the alternative station. And when it flipped to smooth jazz, they gave me the late night. Uh, it was called Vancouver Chills. Okay. So I was the host of the late night show. So I did have to get up. I was like, hey, this is summer. I'm hanging out in the bathtub with Kenny G. Oh, my God. <laughs> literally. Oh, literally. dude. Did he hate so, that yeah. so much? It was horrible. So I did that for a while. And then I was getting emails. I was trading stuff back and forth with different producers who were working on alternative radio. And one of the guys, like, he would CC all these program directors from k-rock new york and k-rock la all these places that i'd heard about and followed you'd listen to air checks yeah said for like jed the fish and sluggo all this mystical stuff that you get at school right as yeah. part of the training to listen to the radio from other cities and i mean k-rock la and k-rock new york were like the tippy top of everything you yeah know? so i saw the program director's emails listed so i would start sending my shit just to their email addresses copying this guy's cc list yeah and that's eventually how i think it was rob cross at the time oh chuck rose yeah 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 Yeah. opening at at uh, k-rock in new york for production oh okay oh so you worked at k-rock new york first almost oh they they tried (laughs) to hire me but they couldn't figure out how to do... They offered me the job. They couldn't figure out how to do the visa process because okay. getting a Canadian to work down there was 
not an easy thing. I'd uh, been through well, that with that, the band. It took like half a year. Oh my that god! That sounds like something every K Rock would be, would happen. Like they won't know how to do paperwork. I, all yeah. my experience there, they right. never knew how to do paperwork yeah. for anything. That's true. So, so this makes total sense why you didn't yeah. get hired there. Right. So, yeah, they, he, he tried, though, for a while. It was like, I don't know, three to six months, and then finally he gave up. And they ended up hiring James Harness. Oh, oh, is that when? Oh, cause, yeah. He, so he was working K Rock LA, and he, I remember that. Yeah, he had to sell his stupid car, and uh, right. yeah, and then a move out there. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. So he moved out there, and then they had an opening, and I think Will Morgan yeah, had was, come in, and he had left too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so all of a sudden, K Rock LA called, and they said, "Hey, we just lost our guy, but Chuck Gross was telling us that you're the guy for us, and we think we know." Because we, we have an in with some entertainment lawyers. We think we know how to do this visa thing. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Man, LA. I never <laughs> even thought about LA. That's amazing. So, yeah. So, what they did was they, they said, well, we want to fly you out. It was Gene who got, we want to fly you out. Here. <laughs> so, I flew, I flew to LA. And the first thing he did was he brought me into that studio. Q, Q right? the one, the, mm-hmm. the last one, yeah. Yeah, the very last one that you and I both yep, worked out yep, of. Yep, yep. And he said, all right, well, we're in a staff meeting right now. <laughs> Kevin, the program director, he's busy. So <laughs> oh, we want you to sit here. We want you to make a promo for the K-Rock calendar, and you have an hour. Oh, my God. And I said, what the shit? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Just, just came, go? This Canadian kid who just got off the airplane. I'm like, holy shit. What right. am I going to do? Did you say, I what's no a calendar? Ideas. What? Yeah, I didn't know anything about anything. And I'm looking at this gear. I didn't even know how to turn the microphone on. By I the didn't way, know how to turn the volume up. You used a different piece of software, right? I think at the time we were using, was it the Odyssey? Or were we switching over to Adobe at the time? Most of the guys were on that Odyssey thing. The oh, Odyssey, like yeah. The, the very ar- archaic, yeah, archaic With the thing. jog wheel? Yeah, with the with jog, the jog wheel. wheel. Yeah. Oh, and F it's, that. It, it's a whole thing where you couldn't even save your work because it, would re- it required <laughs> so much memory. It was it was like very old school. So yeah. I, I can't imagine you walking into that studio. It must have been like you were looking at oh, Chinese. God, yeah. It's like looking at hieroglyphics. Yeah. I didn't know how to do anything. And Crank was in the next studio at the time. He was he was doing stuff for K-Rock and for Jack FM yeah. at that time. And I said, dude, um, I know I never met you before, but I'm from Canada. They want me to make a promo. He's laughing his ass off. And I'm like, I don't even know how to turn the microphone on, man. Oh, man. I'm really stressed. And he's like, oh, here, here. So Gene came in, and like all I had recorded was like me saying, hi, hi, hi. And he's, he's, he's like, where's the promo? And I was like, I, at that point, I decided this is fucked. I'm not even going to bother or even try. This is way too oh difficult God, for me. Oh, my God, right. So, so I said, I, he's like, uh, he was very disappointed. I remember, and he said, "Well, I wanted you to show this for Kevin, so I don't know." What I'm <laughs> By the way, that's it. classic Gene. He just ha- right. he has a way to make you feel like ass, just like you know. <laughs> right, what I mean, exactly. you know, just like, oh, come on, Gene, just give me a, uh, give me a chance, yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> so, so then he took me into Kevin's office, and it was a really brief meeting with Kevin. I think like five minutes or whatever, uh-huh. and it was at the tail end of a staff meeting, and I was watching like. How he was like, I think they were showing him logos for an acoustic Christmas or something. And he was just like, no, I fucking hate it. Show me something else. And I was like, oh, this guy's kind of scary. And I think at that time he might have still had the bat. He used to have a bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, he used yeah. to carry around a bat. Yeah. And, kind of, yeah. and I was like, this is really intimidating. And you know, this guy holds a lot of power in the music industry, too, yeah. and in the radio industry. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm built for this. And that was it. 
Like that was it. Like literally wow. talked to him for five minutes. I got sent packing to back to Canada the next day, and I was like, I, I don't even want this. What? Thing, even if they're going to offer it, and I'm like, they're not going to offer it to me anyway. I wasn't able to turn on the microphone. I'm not the guy they're looking for. <laughs> yeah. So, so then, then, then I sat down. I made a list of all this shit, like why I was feeling so scared and intimidated. And I was, those are the reasons that made me decide, man, I actually maybe I do want this because I'm really bored up in Canada doing the smooth jazz thing. Maybe I do want this. Maybe you don't it's want to be an. You adventure. don't want any more Dave Cause in your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said, let's see what happens. Let's go with it. So. That's what, like a day later, Gene called me and he said, all right, yeah, Kevin wants to talk to you on the phone this time. <laughs> be there at 2 p.m. You have to be there for the call. Very important. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I didn't even go to work the next day. I planned everything. I'd written everything that I was going to say. Like I figured questions that they might ask. I'd written my answers out to like, wow. make believe questions. Yeah. I didn't want to mess this up at all. So I waited two o'clock. My boss at work was getting pit. Where are you? I'm like, I'm coming in later. I'm coming in later. Two turns to four, turns to seven, turns to like 9 p.m. Nobody called. Oh, Finally, my I'm God. Like, Fuck it. This sucks, man. So yeah. I just walked to work, and there was an Eminem song called uh, Lose It. They were playing. Yeah, I think it was called Lose It. Mm-hmm. And I was singing the song in my head on the way, walking to work, and I changing the lyrics and stuff and made it about, uh, made it about K-Rock and all the things that I would have told them if they would have fucking called. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to make the song and just send it as like a fuck up. Fuck you guys. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. I'm fine. I like, forget it. You know, I suck anyway. Nothing's going to come of this. So I was just going to send the song. So I did the song and I sent it to them. And funny, funnily enough, it was that song. And I guess that attitude that was in that song that ended up getting me hired over the phone like two days later. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that a crazy story? Right. Now, I've heard, I've heard like, you know, that you did this, but I've never actually heard the song. And uh, I had you pull a dig it out of the uh, archive and I want to play it's it for, uh, song. for Janky. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, but, all right, let's, let's check it out. This is a, a, a Janky Town world premiere. Let's, let's check it out. Guess who didn't call me back? You two guys, that was mean. Now everyone report to the K-Rock, to the K-Rock, to the K-Rock. You said a 10 a.m. report to the K-Rock. Come on, Gene. It's supper time. Hey, Kevin Weatherly and Gene Sandbloom. I kind of hope we all get to talk real soon. I must have missed you on Monday morning, waiting for the phone to ring, screaming. No worries, surprise you didn't call me back. I was sitting by the phone, I was eating a snack. He told me to wait for an hour. Five hours later, I'm standing in the shower. I gotta go to work, cause I like to work at nighttime. I was gonna tell you that if you would have called me. Good God, guys, toss me a bone. Dreaming that I'm working there while staring at the phone. Now you said to call that one, it'd be fun. Yeah, Gene, that's what she said. Oops, I mean, 10, 10, 10, 10. You said to call you then, and I lost it. Cause you hate me. Oh, baby. How he took care of me when I was down in Boston For two years when I was younger He would yell at me screaming Then there was a time I was going to D.C. To have dinner with Lisa Warden All we did was talk about Adam Carolla And John Frost trying to get out of his on Now fellas, I don't mean to mess around I won't be calling you this morning cause I'm going downtown I got suckered into this chiropractor thing So I won't be there to sit and watch my phone not ring Step back to reality, look it's me rapping See how bad I wanna be there Now you said to call that one It'd be fun, yeah Gene that's what she said, oops, I mean 10, 10, 10, 10, you said to call you then, and I lost it, cause you hate me, oh baby, you hate me, you hate me, hate me. Oh my 
my God. Yeah. That is unreal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, Trevor, you know they never heard that song, right? They just right. heard the beginning of it. They're like, ah, he's good enough. Let's just, let's just bring him over. Yeah. That's insane. So what, what year was that? That was, yeah, that was 1995, probably 1994, because like, like I said, it took like six months for them to do the visa paperwork, and they held that job open for me, which was insane. Wait, I mean... No, 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 this was probably like no, no, 2000, 2004. 2004. Oh, sorry, 2004. yeah, 2000, 2004. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay, 2004. So, oh, wow. this is the time where you probably had to step in and do all so, the production so, yeah, while they were waiting for this freaking foreigner my life, to come in and take your job. My, yeah, he took my job. My, job. My, 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 life, my life was was hell because uh, the workload, as you know, was insane. And I was taking care of Kevin and Bean and on-air station stuff because... Uh, because Scorch had left, so James James had left. So so yeah. I was there, and then Will was kind of he was he was in, he wasn't in L.A. I think he was in San Francisco. He was kind of helping out, but you know how Kevin was. He 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 wanted to tweak things here and there. So I was in charge of all music promos and weekend promos, and Will would do the main Monday through Friday promo. My life was just insane at that point. No, no, but uh, I think they made the right call hiring you because this guy Trevor is is one of the most creative people that I've ever met in my lifetime. And you could tell this guy to do, hey, do six pieces of production or 60 pieces of production. And the creativity level is going to be on point on all the pieces his 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 level of uh his quality just never dwindles man you're 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 insane creative man i've never seen anything like it you turn out creativity Ooh, I really like a machine, it. i feel the same way about all you guys <laughs> yeah man it's insane it's yeah insane. except you're good dude and we're us <laughs> uh, so let's yeah. flash forward to uh you know now or uh you know now the boo crew uh, you're doing this podcast along with your wife and leo uh how did this come about and uh what made you decide you know to do it i know you're a fan of horror and you know all kinds of stuff uh tell us a little bit about you know what uh what made you do it well at the time shortly before we started i had this dream of building a studio in the house i was doing a lot of freelance work and i actually wasn't really going into k-rock much anymore i was basically working out of my house in a whisper room in the garage which is like a soundproof (laughs) enclosure in the garage and the the temperature and heat i was passing it what was happening i was passing out like literally passing out in the studio (laughs) what because the lack of air oh my god i want to hear those promos (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's 106.7 I actually would start filming myself because I wanted to know what it looked like. Because oh I would wake God. up. What is I would wrong wake, with I would you? Be work, Jesus. I'd be, wake up. <laughs> I'd be working and I would pass out and wake up at my desk just a couple minutes later oh, and the man. space bar would be like just like <laughs> and I wanted to see what it looked like because yeah there was no ventilation right like this little enclosure had no air conditioning unit or anything so it, it only got as hot or as cold as the garage got so in the summer wow. months I was literally fainting on you know in the computer yeah. on the computer desk <laughs> so uh, anyway so I, I needed to get a proper studio so we had moved into a new house and we had this dream of I was working at, uh, freelance at Disney at the time so with that extra money I was like putting it towards this goal of punting a hole through the wall in the house and making a secret passageway Victorian era broadcast studio that I could do everything out of kind of like my be all end all dream studio so every dollar from doing this Disney stuff went into funding this room. And literally, it's what we did. We cut a hole in the wall. We got a panic room company to build this custom bookcase. And you wow. took the book, and <laughs> the bookcase opens, and you come inside. And 
you know, we have it all digged out, or, you know, rigged out in, in wood paneling and oak and all this stuff. Stryker's been to your studio and he says your studio is way nicer than the K-Rock studios. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I had Stryker. Yeah, yeah. she won Stryker when we, when we built it. So, yeah, so right around the time we were finishing the build out, like I had put it like five or six microphones around this broadcast desk. Like we really built it like a radio studio. Mm-hmm. And at the time, myself and Lauren, a bunch of our friends, we would always get together and we were I mean, huge horror movie fanatics and we would arrange these horror movie nights where we'd go and see a horror movie all together. Sometimes like five to 20 of us would fill a theater and just go and see a movie or we'd go to like a local haunt like around the Halloween season. There's Knott's uh, theme park over here. Does yeah. a Halloween themed kind of a couple months where they transform the park into different mazes and things and Universal Halloween Horror Nights does that as well out here at Universal Studios. So we would go to those and then we would sit afterwards and talk about the experience longer than the time it took to actually either watch the movie or go through the haunt. So we were thinking, why don't we use the studio and do a horror podcast and try and start getting guests to come to the house and interview them at the house and see who we can get. So that's how it started. It was like the end of 2017. That's crazy. And uh, l- let me run down. And by the way, the production on this podcast is insane. And uh, it, it, they, they go from like, you know, people that score movies all the way to, you know, movie directors. Here's, here's just a brief list of people that they've had on the broadcast. Danny Elfman, Tobin Bell from Saw fame, uh, <laughs> Gavin Rosdell from Bush, Danny Trejo, Machete himself. You've had Kevin Bacon on, Greg Nicotero from Walking Dead. He's uh, uh, one of the directors, right, Trevor? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's too, a showrunner and director and does all the special effects. Uh, yeah. They've had Daniel Radcliffe on. And uh, I wanted to ask you about this one. Uh, you've had Megan Fox on. Um, she was on Did episode... She ask about me? Uh, she was she was on episode 69 and my question to you is did you do that on purpose no no I noticed that though too when I said yeah Uh, I really picked up on that and also Freddie himself you've had uh, Robert Englund on right yeah that's correct that's insane I want to play the the intro and this will give you uh, Janky Town listeners a little kind of uh, feel to what this podcast is like One, two, Freddy's on the boot crew Three, four, talking horror and gore Five, six, get your boot crew fixed Seven, eight, true terror is great Nine, ten, will Lauren stay till the end? Oils and goons, lock your doors and strap yourselves in from Los Angeles, California. Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more with your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. So yeah, man, yeah. It, it's much more than just people, you know, talking about horror movies. You guys, you know, talk about your own lives and you guys have all, you guys kind of cover all the aspects of, you know, music from the horror genres and uh, every everything that has to do with the horror genre. And you guys, it, it's a really well done show. So if you guys like Janky Town, you're definitely like uh, the Boo Crew podcast and that's going to be available everywhere you get your podcast. Uh, but since we have you on, Trevor, we wanted to kind of uh, point our Janky Town listeners or our Janksters to some, you know, kind of offbeat, you know, maybe horror movies for the season that, you know, just aren't okay, Michael Myers, you know what I mean? So so what sure. what what's a good, a good go-to? I got a couple that have kind of crossed my path recently that I was blown away I didn't even I hadn't heard of. 
And one of them is filmed in the L.A. area, out in Thousand Oaks, I believe. And it's the first film that Denise Richards starred in. It was Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Oh, wow. So they they starred in, their first film was a horror film. And it's called Tammy and the (laughs) T-Rex. And it was made in 1994. Wow. And this thing is just so bizarre. And there's an interesting backstory to it. Efren Ramirez is actually in this, too. Oh, but for Pedro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in this thing, too. The plot makes no sense because (laughs) the whole genesis of this film was this dude had access to an animatronic, a gigantic animatronic T-Rex for two weeks. And he was going to send it to a theme park in Asia or something. And he approached this director and said, hey, I got this T-Rex. We have two weeks. Let's just make a movie with it. And the director wrote a script in a week, and they filmed it in the next week. Oh, my God. And it ends up being about this, this, this girl's boyfriend who gets killed, and his brain gets transplanted into this animatronic dinosaur. <laughs> it makes oh, no that old story. Yeah. It makes no sense. So she's like having sex with the dinosaur. What? What? Yeah, the dinosaur stepping on people's heads. <laughs> it makes no fuck. You see the wheels on the dinosaurs? They're like pulling it around. It's oh. so fucking low rent. It's so low budget, but it is miraculous. Like oh, this awesome. thing is gory as shit. The titles are all fucked up. The title actually says when you watch the movie, it says Tanny in the T Rex. It's not even Tanny. A N N Y. Because the person who did the titles like fucked it up and they didn't bother fixing it. They're like, well, we can't pay so, the guy to redo it. So let's just roll exactly, with it. Exactly. So they don't call her Tanny in the movie. They call her Tammy in the movie, but it says Tanny in the T Rex. I love it. But yeah, so that, that's a that janky movie. Actually, that's really, that. It's actually really good. It's unintentionally hilarious. And it's you could watch it streaming all over the place. Shut Shutter has it. Shutter is like God. Have you guys heard of Shutter, Trevor? I think of you every time I hear of Shutter because it's just straight horror. And yeah, it's like the Netflix how, of horror movies. Yeah, it, it's straight up just all horror movies. So you know, you know me, I'm a pussy and I will never watch it. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so you can, you tell can me handle more. Tammy and the T Rex. I, I can handle that. Tammy. Cool. I will watch awesome. Tammy then. Speaking of Shutter, there's another one that it's like it's not a bad movie by any means, but I would put it on like. Uh, kind of an undiscovered janky list simply because it was shot for no budget. It came out back in July. And the cool thing about this is it was shot during the quarantine. And these directors, again, had no budget. They directed everybody remotely. And it's a seance that takes place on Zoom. Oh, I've heard about this one. Yeah, yeah. It is fucking so cool how they did it. They ended up mailing out kits to each of the actors full of the special effects stuff they would need to rig up their own oh, homes Oh, no way. It, like, fishing wow. line, like, all these archaic, like, practical effects <laughs> tricks, basically. Right. And those people wouldn't, uh, they, they kept the secrets amongst themselves so they didn't tell the other actors what the special effects were. So oh. the reactions of everybody's kind of taking place in real time. It has, like, a real Blair Witch feel to it. Oh, cool. But again, shot for no money. And it is probably the one of the scariest films I've ever seen. It's under an hour long because it's supposed to kind of replicate like how long you'd have on the free Zoom account. Right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it is uh, seriously one of the scariest movies probably of all time. What was it called again? Wow. What's, 
Yeah, what's host. it called? Host, 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 host. Okay, host. okay yeah. cool. And then let's yeah. see. I got I got two others. Okay. There's one called Spookies, and it's from 1986. Not a lot of people know about this one. By the way, uh, Janky Town, I, I, I want you. I'm, I'm watching Trevor. He's not. He doesn't have any paper in front of him or anything. He's like so fanatical about these movies. He's like an encyclopedia. He's he's rifling off all this information from the top of his head. It's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Spookies came out in 1986. Interesting thing is about this thing. It has three directors. It has four writers. All didn't collaborate with each other. This group of guys was hired to do the fir- this movie called Twisted Souls. So they started doing this movie called Twisted Souls <laughs> about a group of kids who goes to you know end up in a stra- you know their car breaks down. They end up in front of a haunted house in the woods and they <laughs> mingle with the inhabitants of the monsters and demons whoever at the haunted house. Typical horror movie fare. They were just about finished making the movie and then they ended up getting canned. So, oh, so the financiers hired a whole new group of people who shot all new footage with an entirely different cast, and then they just crammed the two things together <laughs> and edited it all fucked up and tried to have it make sense, which it does not at all. But it is fucking, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful mess yeah, because yeah. you cannot follow what's going on, but it's steeped in that traditional 80s horror full of practical effects and amazing like bad synthesizer score oh, that's horrible awesome. acting horrible sets and a plot that you just cannot follow but it is so deliciously awesome, awesome. so you got to see spookies 86. okay spookies uh, and then my last one again low rent because it was shot for 100 grand which is nothing as far as <laughs> movies go 2016 the most gory film I've ever seen. Lauren and I had to turn this shit off oh, for like a week. Oh, wow. much blood, huh? Like what we kind had to of come what back to it? Really? It's called Terrifier. Mm. I tell well, you. Well, by the way, hey, it delivered because you had to turn it off. So you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. <laughs> it is the yeah. Terrifier. So it's it's it takes place on Halloween night. Came out in 2016. It's about a killer clown. Which sounds oh. like, oh my god, it's like It or another whatever. Another one, whatever. another killer clown movie, yeah. Yeah, exactly, another yeah. killer No, this thing makes Pennywise look like, like Barney the Dinosaur. Oh, it's man. insane, man. <laughs> it wow. is intense. Stuff that you can't even really look at on the screen. You you feel dirty and gross for seeing what goes down, what oh Arthur Clown Oh my god, that's, a, that's an excellent sell, dude. I am t- definitely going to check that out. It will shock the living shit out of you. And I've seen a lot of twisted stuff. Yeah. And the reason they were able to do it so cheap is the guy, Damian Leone, the guy who directed it and wrote it, he's also a special effects guy. So he was able to do all the effects himself. So he knew how to get all these looks done super cheaply and super effectively. And yeah, you got us. Out of everything on the list, Terrifier and Host are must-sees this Halloween season if you've not seen them. And you could get them Shudder... Amazon Prime Video always has almost cool. everything. So now you're doing a bunch of like special guests. I mean, you're doing like five shows this week on the Buku podcast. What do you have coming up next week? That is actually, I think next week is actually Halloween week, right? Yeah. Let me see here, man. We're interviewing the guys from the band Mastodon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is that that's what I've noticed. Like uh, we've made a crossover into musical guests a lot because a lot of musicians are really. It's amazing who's passionate about horror. And yeah. with the podcast, what we've noted, like, we just try and get anyone in here who can at least name a favorite horror film. Like right. Katy Perry, for instance. We've been after her for a while. Oh, is she a Katie huge horror Perry, fan? Huge horror. She 
she rented out an entire theater one night for her crew and herself while they were on tour to watch the movie Hereditary. Oh, Massive horror fan. Wow. So yeah, like having someone like that on, it would just be great to see like, hey, you know, how were you inspired by horror? What's the first horror movie you saw? Chino Marino from Deftones was on a couple weeks ago. Nice. They have horror movies on when they're in the studio, you know, to help inspire them. It's That's amazing cool. the That's stories cool. that we've been able to get out. That's Mastodon awesome. is another one of those bands. Cool. We're going to be talking to Ethan Embry. Remember oh, him yeah. from yeah. Can't Hardly Wait and all yeah, those yeah, 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 movies? Yeah, yeah. He did an amazing Papa horror Giorgio. film called... What's that? <laughs> Nick, Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vegas <laughs> vacation. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be coming up. Also, uh, in terms of music, Ash Nico. Have you heard Ash Nico? Yeah. Mm. They started playing her uh, across all the intercom stations like oh, a really? week ago. She's got like she looks like an anime character. Her latest video, stupid. She's covered in blood and she's going door to door killing boys with a sledgehammer. Ah, seems chill. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we got her coming up. And what else? What else? The guy who made, uh, who directed the film Fright Night back in the '80s, a guy named Tom Holland. They're celebrating oh, cool. 35 years of Fright Night, so we got him coming up. And also, we're doing a thing on the new craft. The new the sequel to oh. the craft is coming out. Okay, direct to video. So all these oh, great man. movies oh, are coming out. Like, direct, like the the witches. You know, they, yeah. they did a remake of the film The Witches. That's I out saw it last today. night. Oh, How I was saw it? it at midnight? Awesome, awesome. Chris yeah. Rock is the narrator, and it looks like no spoilers, but it looks like they're going to continue it after this. Oh, that's that's awesome! I'm yeah, like, it was awesome. Now I want to I want to kind of break some uh, some news. Is that the Boo Crew podcast is going to be turned into a TV show, right, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. The what? That, wow. Yeah, the network that we're on is uh, through a website called Bloody Disgusting, and they they've been around the horror scene since like 2001. And they started off as a blog site reviewing films and stuff, and. They're kind of like the number one source for horror news. Like the Variety magazine of horror is bloody oh, disgusting. Wow. And they got their own. They started their own podcast network a few years ago. And they saw we we'd like go out and get a booth for the boot crew at a horror conventions and things. And they saw us at a booth and saw a little postcard we made with some of our past guests and brought us onto their network. And they ended up getting a, a deal with Roku to get their own TV network. So that started wow. up. It's kind of been in a test phase since October first. It hasn't like. The, the hardcore launch is going on kind of right now, this week and next week. So, we're, yeah, we're doing a show, like a video version of the podcast. So we just have cameras in here. And it kind of, at this point, everybody's coming in remotely now, right? right. We, we, we love having guests in the studio, but now we're doing Zoom sessions and everything. So we're videotaping that and using the Zoom feed and putting together like a, you know, a video version of the podcast. That's so awesome. That's, that's like a half hour show that happens every week. Um, and congrats yeah, so on that's that, man. That's amazing. Thank you, man. Yeah, we're wow. so, we're, I'm, I'm excited to actually get people back in here, though, and yeah. film that because that's going to be. We've had some pretty weird reactions, as you can imagine. Yeah, because we don't sometimes we don't tell the guests that they're going to a house that you have and a we, secret bookcase and stuff and the yeah, secret, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that gets revealed as they're here, and that's there's cool. been some pretty interesting reactions. To that's that. awesome. <laughs> by the Trevor. way, yeah. by the way, I've been to Trevor's house once or twice, and one part of his house is. Replicated to look like a wing of the haunted mansion at Disneyland. Oh my god, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Is there anything else you want the uh, janksters to know? I don't know, not really. Thanks for hanging out this long if you're still listening. Dude, uh, people (laughs) love it, man. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time and hopping on. Man, thank you for having me, guys. It's great seeing you. Thanks again. Ring, 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 ring. What is that? Is I don't don't notice that uh, phone ring. That sounds a little different than what I'm used to. What is that? Yeah. 
Well, it's sponsor time. <laughs> okay. Oh what, what wonderful sponsor do we have, Mr. Dave Sanchez? We have thiswebdeveloper.com. It's our buddy, James DeLapa. Uh, it's the dude who made janky.town, our website. The guy is awesome, man. He went, he's a jankster, and he went through the trouble of building Jankytown, their very own website, janky.town. And yes, he is one of our sponsors. You could look him up at thiswebdeveloper.com. You want to check out his work? Check out janky.town. And he also, there's a forum on there. Did you guys ever sign up for the forum he made for us? No. I have not. So I've we, taken a look at it, though, and yeah. I'm ready to ask some questions. So we're going to have to go up on there. There's a forum up there that he did for us for all the janksters to kind of check out, talk shit, maybe, you know, uh, critique our show. Hopefully you guys aren't that harsh, but this guy is awesome. And uh, if you go to thiswebdeveloper.com, you can definitely see what you can get from him. He offers free consultations and web development. He has maintenance. He does consulting. You could check out his own personal video where he kind of explains what he does uh, at thiswebdeveloper.com and you can check out his portfolio there. There's websites there that he did for commercial real estate companies. He did this phishing app that it's a website and it's all done through these WordPress websites, right? So he did this one for phishing and it also has like an app integration. I don't know exactly how it works. I'm not a computer whiz, but it's something where you could do on your website, but also carry it around and have some interactivity with an app. So that's really cool that, you know, I mean, Here's the thing. If you're an entrepreneur and you have a business and you want to reach millennials, you need an app for your website. I mean, that's just all about it. And he he could definitely hook you up with that. He does all custom sites. His phone number is 858-345-6444. Or you could email him at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. But I recommend going to the website first if you're into getting any kind of website. It's thiswebdeveloper.com. A bunch of samples on there. And the other cool thing is that Even if you're an entrepreneur and you say, okay, I have this amount of money set aside for a website, but I also want to just maintain it on my own because I don't want to pay that maintenance fee. He will show you how to maintain it throughout and make changes all through the WordPress service. So definitely check out our guy. His name is James DeLapa, the creator of Janky.Town. Once again, the website is thiswebdeveloper.com. Phone number is 858-345-6444 or email him at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. You guys remember uh, last episode we promised that Geometric Bananas had some sort of grievance to file against one of us here. I'll play her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm listening to the podcast right now. I have a question. You know, this whole filing agreement, is there something that us citizens of Jankytown, because we don't have a fish line yet, as citizens of Jankytown, can we get in on that? Because huh. if we can, I actually have to file a grievance, too, against one of you assholes. Okay, thanks. Love all of you. Bye. Well, let's, let's find out what this is about. Awesome. Hello. <laughs> Hello, is this uh, Lion Girl or uh, Geometric Bananas? This is uh, Jankytown, Colin. Of course, I recognize your guys' voices. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how are you? <ya? laughs> Good. How are you guys? We're good. First of all, I want to thank you for all the love and support you always show us on social media. You are very nice to us. You know, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to get all, you know, cheesy and um, gushy for like just a few minutes. Okay. I've been through a lot in my life and literally there's only two things when I've gotten like really depressed that get me kind of like through it all and that's you guys like the whole Kevin and Bean show mm-hmm. 
and impractical jokers. <laughs> oh wow! So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so really, like, I I lost a kid to, for miscarriage. I've oh, just been a lot. I've been through a lot in my life, and you guys have been one of the only things that get me through it. So, really, it's my love is just because you guys have gotten me through so much. Oh, man, that's that's so cool to hear. And uh, you know what? Uh, you mean a lot to us. So, uh, you know, we... That's... I don't know how to react to that. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I want to say more Kevin and Bean, right? Like, we're just on the tail. And, no. More of that. No, actually... No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, like, it is genuinely all of you. Like, I remember the day after I... It was... Um, I had a little girl, the one that I lost. And right after... The day after the hospital... I was on bed rest and everything and I was crying and crying and I was like, you know what? I got to listen to Kevin and Bean. So I threw it on and <laughs> I had it on pause. And right when I picked it up again, it was Omar's um, Bean's death corner song. No. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> and hearing Omar sing Bean's death corner yeah. with like Ralph and everything. Yeah. It's just, I couldn't help it. I started laughing because how ironic. I lost my daughter to a miscarriage. And what do I hear? Bane's death corner. Oh, my corner. God. Oh. So I'm like, wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Um, well, thank yeah. you for all the support. And we, again, like Omar said, we truly appreciate you and all the other listeners who, who always reach out and, and support us. And we appreciate it so much. But now let's get on with it what did i do come well, on hold on one second let me play the intro oh. we're gonna get into oh, okay. the, the, the grievance corner here and now it's time to file a grievance it's the janky town grievance corner all right geometric bananas she has a problem with one of us we don't know who it is but uh, uh what we, did i do we all think it's, it's gonna be Dave. it's just one grievance and it's not even like i got over it that same day okay but mm. it was at lightning's party and when I met all of you, all, like, Dave, you were so sweet to me. You were yes, already drunk. You were so sweet to me. Yeah. You were so sweet to me and my husband. So you but, were awesome. Yeah, but. Love was awesome. Oh. Omar was kind of a dick. I, I was, yeah, I was, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Wait but a minute. Wait. Yeah, what did he yeah. do? Yeah. Uh, so when, Okay. I was so nervous to meet you guys because I've been listening to you guys since I was 13. So my husband was like, come on, let's go say hi. Let's go say hi. I was like, oh, okay, let's go. So we first said hi to, to Dave. And he was like, hey, how are you guys doing? And I guess you had recognized me because I had called like just a few days before. And you're like, hey, you're that chick that called. So you're talking with us. You bought us drinks. Yeah. And you're like, hey, have you, you're like, hey, yeah, you're like, hey, have you met Muggs already? And I said, oh, yeah, we've met Muggs several times. So then Muggs just happened to be walking by, and then the, we were all talking. You're like, damn, where the hell is O? And then him and Kazu were walking, and you said, oh, oh, hey, come here, come here, come meet some of our fans. I have loved Omar <laughs> since the first day I heard him. So I started, like, fangirling hardcore when I started seeing him walk. I was like, oh, my God, it's Omar. So then when he's walking, I looked at him, and I just had a huge smile on my face, and I said, hey, Omar. And he literally looked at me like, who the hell are you? He did an elevator look from up from the top of my head to my feet, back up to my head. Like, okay, hold on. Let me make sure I want to approach this person first before I continue. 
Man, that really does not sound like me. Hey, I'm, I'm going to believe you, but that really doesn't sound like me, guys. I know it doesn't. That's why I was like, oh, what did I do? Huh, that's The one Wait, thing I will Omar. say is that I planned that party, so I had a lot going on that day because uh, I kind of threw the party for lightning, and I was kind of like, you know, uh, if it was towards like the beginning of it, before lightning got uh, on stage and, you know, said it's kind of like... Oh, it was uh, way before. So, yeah, so I might have been kind of like running around trying to figure out some logistical things. That doesn't no, and, give and you I an know excuse that you're... to be mean to her. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But but that also, you know what? Well, I'm man enough to say that it wasn't me, probably. <laughs> no. Oh, you know what? You were so... It was just the first few seconds because oh. after Dave started saying like, oh, she's so cool. This is the chick from the other day. And you were like, oh, hey. After that, you were super cool. Okay. But it was those first few seconds. Oh, I was man. like, oh, my God. I love Omar so much. And he's being such a dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I'm sorry for those few seconds. I apologize. And that's... Uh, that's uh, like I said, I got over it that same night. Like just a few minutes later, I was over it. All right. All right. Well, we, right. pre, we, pre, we yep. I've, Grievance I, has been settled. Yes, it's been filed, <laughs> and uh, I, I think I'm a dick for those few seconds. I apologize for sure. <laughs> hey, no um, need to apologize because you guys are. I love you guys so much that you guys could be hardcore dicks to my face, and I'll be like, all right, I still love you. Oh my god, well we appreciate uh-huh. you. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. have you have you had a chance to check out that other lame uh, podcast down the street called uh, A Chat with a Dude and a Chick? <laughs> Yes, actually, I'm a Patreon. How's it been? Ooh, first it's review. It's actually really good. Yeah? It's actually really, really good. I'm loving it. And <laughs> Bean is hardcore trying to start beef with you guys. Yeah, what's, it? what's up with hilarious. that? And, but this is the most funniest part of everything. The content is good. The show is amazing. But the best part of it all, when it makes it worth my money, is hearing Bean Unleashed. Bean is saying, fuck, he's saying ass. What? He's saying bitch. Bean is literally. He doesn't like even talk like that, up. though. I know. That's I know. Like funny. He, we were, they were talking about the Dodgers this last past episode, and he's like, oh, them fucking little bitches. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Oh man! I can't Bean just said that. <laughs> it's like That's Bean crazy. discovered curse words for the first time. <laughs> He's using he them all. Did. That's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, like, what's that podcast? Like, uh, the chat with the dude and a chick. It's not as good as Janky Town, right? I love you all. <laughs> I love you. Oh, all. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate you. I love you. you all. Thanks for coming on with us, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Omar's a dick, 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 dick. Yeah, can we get, a, a, dick, can we get like a little dick, mini version dick. of each of those songs? Yeah, we should. We should. I'll, I'll work on it. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Wow, did you hear right, the, love the, you guys. the Bye. Yeah, thank, thank you for everything. Right. Take thank care. You. Omar's ungen. I'll work on I'll it. I'll work no, on it. <laughs> oh, maybe I did look up yeah. and down. Yeah, now that, now that does sound like me. <laughs> oh man! Uh, stop hilarious. being a dick to our listeners, Omar. I mean, she's, she's lovely though. She's so nice to us yeah. on, online. And, I know. Uh, yeah, love her. Yo, oh, yep. Yeah, you know how we've been trying to get uh, our our number one uh, African American listener now on the air. Oh, I love it on the on the on the Janky Town podcast. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I have a lot of questions about what's going down in the black community. Okay, so I thought we'd give them a call and get them on the on the podcast. And for this segment, we like to call "What's Blackening." All right, I know you there. Right. 
Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, fellas? <laughs> you know me. Just hanging loose, man. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready to record the Doobie Brothers concert. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love, Love that. It. Love that, dude. Well, some, doing, some people might, might remember now as our, our black listener with the Kevin and Bean show on uh, on K-Rock. He would fill in from time to time doing the showbiz beat, and, and people loved him. And so we're happy to have him on. And now I had a couple of questions, man. There's some some stories that that are going on out there in, in the news that that I want to get your take, and I want to get like where where the black community stands on this because because we know what the news is reporting, but I want to hear it from your mouth. First topic is Ice Cube. So it yeah. came out that Ice Cube was working with the Trump campaign on what he calls the contract with Black America. Some people were off on Ice Cube for working with the Donald Trump administration. Now, what did you feel like? Like like what what did you how did you respond to the news first of all that that he was uh working with them and then he came out and himself and said, "I'll work with anybody." So so what says you, man? What's what's going on in in, in the community? Well, first of all, I think, you know, people have got to get like a timeline of, of events kind of established and or, you know, before they make an actual, you know, decision on this, which, of course, I have because, you know, I keep my ear yeah. to the street for everything sweet. So here's the deal, <laughs> man. In July, I think it was like the first of July, right, right before 4th of July, Q released the, yeah, the CWBA, the contract with Black America. And basically, you know, without getting too, you know, too convoluted in the details or whatnot, this was pretty much just a revitalization plan for, you know, African Americans and what we call ADOS, which stands for uh, American Descendants of Slavery. Okay, which would which would be like, for example, myself, you know, what I'm saying people who are descended from the, you know, from the slave trade. Yeah. So basically, you know, this was released in July. Now, when he released this, I mean, honestly, guy, it, it kind of passed off without any fanfare. And it sat there for two, three months. And then the election cycle started. Okay. And when the election cycle started, to their credit, you know, the Donald Trump campaign did reach out to Ice Cube because they were putting together what they were calling their platinum plan, which is kind of like a hybridization of South Carolina Senator Tim Scott's kind of original kind of, you know, his version of the CWBA and then Cube's kind of version put together mishmash, some things taken from Tim Scott's version, some things taken from Cube's version to create what eventually was birthed as the platinum plan, which, by the way, sounds terrible. And do I get miles with that? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, <laughs> yeah. like, like a credit card or something so my whole thing is okay so cube released a plan both campaigns picked up on it trump just kind of took it and made it more of a political situation whereas joe biden kind of was like all right cube, we hear you bro make me holler at you on november 4th but how do how do how do you guys feel about how do people feel about ice cube in general speaking for the community like do people support him because i know he's been like through some shit like recently with you know with his anti-semitic talk and and you know and and like do do they do people say like yeah he speaks for us or are they just like yo it's cube being cube no i think more people kind of the latter it's more of a cube being cube because you know y'all you gotta understand something man i mean ice cube this is a man who gave you such artistic works as america kk has most wanted uh yeah i want to i want to kill sam you know what i'm saying uh death certificate you know i mean i don't look up and all of a sudden think ice cube is going to kanye route where he's going to have on the floppy kanye you know the tr- uh, trump hat and you know be hugging the dude in the office but listen guys and this is just some real stuff man this isn't just some real chop and i can tell you bro i've been black a long time <laughs> okay long time you know man listen i've tried everything i can i can't get out of this shit so yeah. I, just, I just bought it okay <laughs> so here's the deal you cannot deal yourself into any kind of a card game 
you got to go through the dealer. You feel what I'm saying? And for better or for worse, right now, Donald Trump is the president of the United right. States. So he's and just so he's, he's, yeah. in a, he's in a back somebody right. who's going to get the job done, possibly. Right. right. So and and he's not even backing them. He's just trying to, to get his plan, which he thinks will help the community, to someone who can do something about it. Could you shed some light on uh, the 50 Cent controversy? Because I know he's like now um, shitting on uh, Joe Biden because something to do with taxes, right? Well, yeah, I saw his tax plan. Yeah, yeah, Biden's tax plan went up. You know, okay, first of all, that tax plan, there's a lot of stuff in there that's, you know, a little convoluted and people have kind of jumped on. Like, oh, the tax rate's going to jump to 60%. Listen, guys, here's the first thing. That's for people who make over, like, I think, 400 grand. Right. Okay, in yeah. a year. Now, as far as 50 cent goes, guys, I'm going to just be honest with you. Do not take financial advice from somebody who's been shot nine times. Okay? <laughs> and once in the face. Uh, okay? I mean, just as a rule of thumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, just, listen, guys, nothing personal. I'm sure 50 is a very, very nice dude. You know what I'm saying? I've run across his path a couple of times. You're going to have a hard time convincing me that Curtis Jackson knows more about ec- economics than I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's a great, great point. Great point. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I finished high school, did a little something-something in college. That's all I'm saying, man. But my point being is this, man. <laughs> if 50 feels that way, then that's the way 50 should feel because 50's a very wealthy man. Does it does it rub you, I mean, the wrong way at all because he's not looking after kind of like, you know, the lower-income folk? I mean, that, that to me kind of pisses me off. He just, I mean, I get it. I get it because he's looking after his own wealth. But still, that's, that's I mean, the guy's a bajillionaire, right? I mean, 50 Cent is doing what, 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 what tens of thousands of white people do every year, which is look out for number one. Right. I ain't mad at 50 Cent for doing that. I don't right. know why we should, he should be beholden to some higher standard because he's a black man. No, man, 50's got his paper, 50's trying to keep his paper. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, yeah that now, makes sense. Now, now, I do think you should be a little bit more responsible than to send a tweet out to however many millions of followers 50 Cent got. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about I'm riding with Trump. You know, if that's really how you feel, then that's how you feel, and you're allowed to feel that way. I just don't know that he needs to, you know what I'm saying, get on, on his Twitter and blow that out. Right. But I mean, at the same time, you know that's 50 man <laughs> so right on dude well Anel it was great talking to you man and great too, having man. you for the first segment and then we hope to keep this going so let us know man what we could go on with what's blackening hey man you know I do okay now it's time for me to tell you guys about my hit and run story that I mentioned a couple episodes ago and forgot to get to what? uh what's that I just said I just said <laughs> what <laughs> Are you high again, Mike? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. Was that supposed to be a car sound effect? What? No, but the, for the first time you did it, it was more windy. Like, there was, like, just, like, wind going through, like, some sort of air tunnel or something. It didn't sound like No, a I was just stammering. It was just, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So, you um, got a fly on your head. <laughs> this is how this episode's going. It's going fly on your yep. head te- territory. <laughs> so when I was listen, I don't know. You guys know me, and you guys Dude. know how different I uh, I am now compared to how I was. Right? It's like night and day. But mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I it's just when I was that kid who, if you saw something cool on TV or even if it was illegal or not, it was like, oh yeah, I think I want to try that. I was that guy. I just always with a guy. Like like if I could get away with. Uh, Stealing, I'm not proud of it now, but as a kid, I, I just kind of went with, uh, you know, uh, what, what my, I was a follower. You know, I was just yeah. like, I was I was running with a bad crew and whatever. Right. They would steal candy bars. I stole yeah. a candy bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you like to do hood rat things. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I was 13 and uh, <laughs> my mom would always leave her car keys right there on her dresser in her bedroom. 
And I always noticed that. I was like, oh, man, I, I bet you I can drive. You know, and so I was 13. And at that point, when you're 13, you think you're all grown up. You you don't think that I'm, I'm a little 13 year old. Right. You think I can drive. Why can't I drive? Right. I was I was that kind of kid. And I was always I was always a little bit more mentally mature than other 13 year olds. I, I just have a different mind. You know, I've always been like entrepreneurial. I, I, at 13, I actually at 12, I started mowing lawns for money. And, you know, it, I just was uh, cut from a diff- different cloth, I thought, right? So I, I asked my mom and dad, hey, uh, can I learn to drive so I could, you know, do small little errands for you? And Listen, as a Good parent, as, as, as a parent now, I get it. I was like, "You're 13; it's illegal." What are you thinking, you dumbass? Right? But I didn't think 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 like that. I was just like, "I yeah, I should be able to drive around the neighborhood. Why not?" So one day, I just decided to swipe her keys and uh, I hop in the car. It was a Chevy Corsica, a gray one. Open the little gate, turn the turn the turn the ignition on. I'll never forget. That roar of the engine when I turn. I mean, think of it. Think about it. I'm a 13 year old kid. I'm like, oh my god, this is some power here, okay? And it was it was a new car. This is the nice car. I don't know if your parents had this. This is the nice car that your parents had that they left at home. This is what wasn't the commuter car. You know, this is the car that they drove on the weekends, right? Ooh. So. I get it, and I throw it in reverse, and I, I barely, in my head, I barely tap the gas, and I'm going, whoom, like, I, I back up all crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm kind of freaking out, but that's not going to stop me. So, I, I, I do a three-point turn, and I and then my first drive, I drive it down to my buddy's house, who is literally a uh, half block away. So, my first drive driving experience was driving down to a half block away just because I want to show off to a buddy of mine, right? He, he was actually my buddy's older brother. He, that's who I wanted to impress because I thought he was so cool. I was 13 and he was about like 17 or 18. And he knew Did how you to honk drive. the horn and rev the engine like vroom, 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 honk, honk, honk. I just, I honked the horn and he, he popped out. He's like, what? You know? And then, <laughs> and, and, and then, and then I remember, and, and then so he's just like, oh, can I drive it? I'm like, hell yeah. At that point, I was scared. I didn't want to drive it home. You know, I was just like, I don't want to drive. So he, he so he hopped on the car and we took a little joy drive and we actually did something stupid at that age because it was such a powerful car or new car at the time. It, it, it went to 100 really quickly. So I was just like, let's take this up to 100. So we took it up to 100 <laughs> just like in, on a regular street. How dumb is that? Right? Damn. I know. It was totally dumb. So so we, we, he, he takes it home. We park it. So uh, for about... Two weeks or so, I'm giving myself driving lessons, and, and my, my mom and dad, they just have no idea that I'm taking their car. By the way, so guys- So you've been taking the car out for two weeks. For, for, for two weeks, and I'm actually getting to be, in my head, a pretty good driver, okay? <laughs> uh, didn't, it didn't hit anything, and at, at this point, at the end of my uh, second week, uh, you know, two weeks going into uh, taking the car, now I'm to the point where I'm picking friends up. And going, you know, down to other friends' places, right? 13-year-olds. Omar. Yeah. Omar. Mm-hmm. At any point in time during this uh, weekly driving thing, did you think, if I get pulled over by a police oh. officer, I'm fucked? No. No. It didn't cross my mind once. And, and this this will make you laugh, right? So, guess how many times I gassed that car up? Zero. Uh, zero. Zero times. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my parents, they were like, like are, were they dumb or not noticing? Like, 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 I, like oh, man, we get bad gas mileage in this <laughs> yeah. car. It was like, because I was so careless and clueless, right? So 
So two weeks is going on, and uh, you know I'm taking my friends here and there, and um, one one day, and this is junior high. Um, we all decided we all decided to ditch, and we're we're just hanging out at my house, and then we uh, uh, get this uh, idea. Hey, let's all go. There's a group of us. There's probably like seven or eight of us. Hey, let's go up to Lytle Creek, and it was uh, this place in Fontana. You just take Sierra, which is kind of like the main. Oh street. man, I've been to Lytle Creek before. Yeah. There is it is like. I mean, I'm, and I'm sure this is a couple of years, what, you were said you were 13. Yeah, this is so from 92, like, something like that. Yeah, so this is way back then. It was lawless out there. Yep. Omar, I used to go shoot guns at Lytle Creek. It like, was just known for go, that. Yeah. Go for a car. Yeah. Go, just go shoot things with guns. Yeah. Not legal guns. Just go shoot. No one cared. So this is wide open space. So you could go fast. Yeah. There. Yeah, totally. So I wish I would have made it that far. Lytle Creek. Let me, where's, what's the address? Lytle Creek, Sierra, up Sierra, off the 15. There you go. Uh, Oh, I thought you were trying to make a joke or something. (laughs) I I want to go do illegal things, Omar. That's why. Okay. That's not brown rice. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. um, so, There's a fly on your head. (laughs) A fry? (laughs) Is that the new new brown rice? It's a fly on your head. There's a fly on your head. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! So so okay. So two weeks go by. Okay, we're ditching. Okay, man. I thought I forgot where I got to catch up. So so they talk, talk me into driving to Lytle Creek. I'm like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. <clears throat> Hop in the car. There's so many so many of us that there's a person in the trunk. Okay, so this is how jam packed how jam packed this car is. Like right? laying and down the person, in the trunk, and the or? person was dead. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were laying down in the car. They volunteered because I was oh, just wow. yeah, I was just like, all right, let's go. So I hop in the car and we're going and we're going up Sierra and this is probably 10 a.m. or so. And I hit the car in front of me. This is probably where around Sierra and Arrow. Okay. I hit a car in front of me. However, so in my head, when I hit this car, I thought I wrecked it because <laughs> me being 13 and being in any kind of like collision is dramatic, right? So I'm thinking, I just, just wrecked this car. I'm like, oh my God. So I didn't know it, it, it was uh, one of these things where I was just like, oh, I got to run. I got to I just got to get out of here. Right. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with this problem. I want to go park this car at home and just be done with the, today. Like, I just wanted to. What did over. your what did your friends say? Oh, I didn't. I didn't care what they said. I was just like, I'm, I'm just so, so 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 I just I, I just, you know, peel out and I'm and, and I'm going home. So I so I drove I drive home and keep in mind 13 year olds not looking in the rear view or seeing if they're being, you know, chased by somebody. So there's yeah. there so there's somebody a 13 year old shouldn't even be driving Omar. <laughs> yeah, great point. They're Max. checking their rear view mirrors and they're not doing anything related yeah. to safe driving. Absolutely not. You're right. You're dead. Or legal. You're you're dead on dead on with that mugs. So so um so I so at this point I'm like the 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 the, the I want to poop over the party. I'm like, get everybody get the hell out of here, you know, get home. So I get there, I park the car, kick everybody out, except my one buddy stays with me, right? And, and and then the one with the brother, uh, yeah, yeah, that that's the guy, yeah. that's the guy. So he stays with me, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's crazy. And I, I'm checking out the car, no damage whatsoever, no damage, <laughs> what? w- not even on the a Corsica? scratch on the Corsica, not even a scratch, not even a scratch. Whoa. So I'm like, oh wow, okay, cool. So I don't have to worry about that, right? So, um, 15 minutes go by, knock, knock, knock. I'm like, oh, oh no. what, dude, Fontana PD. 
And at this <gasps> point, yeah. So at this point, I'm thinking in my head, I, I, I could still get away with this because the only thing I'm thinking is that my mom is going to kick my ass, and I don't want to <laughs> get my ass kicked by my mom. So I'm I'm still trying to get away with it right i don't want my mom to find out so so i'm like okay well if i don't answer and they see the car there it's going to be a little you know conspicuous so i'm going to open and see where this goes i open the door (laughs) and the cops are like uh hey um were you just involved in a hit and run and i'm like uh no and he's all you need to be honest i was like yes <laughs> you didn't okay. say i'm 13 sir i shouldn't okay. be driving listen I'm not listen driving. listen listen okay so 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 at this point the officer says sir um if you don't want to face felony charges you need to come up there and deal with the situation and i was just like okay fine officer and then so my buddy is like right behind me and I'm like, dude, come on. And he's like, nope. <laughs> he just is like, yeah. <laughs> so, so he totally throws me under the bus. And then, so here's the crazy part, guys. I'm 13. This police officer doesn't ask for a license or anything. He lets me hop back in the car and drive <laughs> about a mile or two to the scene of the crime. Okay. Damn, Omar. Were I, you an old-looking thirteen-year-old? I, I was or not. I don't think so. I don't think so. I have pictures. I'll you show didn't you have guys. the beard. You didn't no. have your mustache yet. Oh, I, I had yeah. some some sort of like weird pube uh, peach fuzz going. You know what I <laughs> pube mean? Pube lip. Yeah, exactly. I had a little pube lip going. You know, trying to be all macho. <laughs> so I drive the car up there. Okay, the cop <laughs> is following me. He has the lights on and stuff. You know, he's following me up there, and he he makes me park at this gas station. It's right where the incident happened. And then he's all like, uh, can I see your, uh, you know, your, your license? I'm like, I'm 13. And you should have seen the look on the police officer's face. It's like he just <laughs> fucked up royally. He was just oh, like, man. oh, shit. So at this point, and so, I'm th- so at this point, I'm nervous. I'm panicky. I don't know what's going on. So the officers are talking in my head. So now uh, when I reflect on the incident, I think they just didn't, didn't want word to get back to their bosses that they'd let a 13-year-old drive their car, drive. you know, drive back to yeah. the, scene of the scene of the accident. So at that point, they were like, okay, we're going to leave the car here. There was no damage <laughs> done to the other car. Just so you know, you shouldn't hit and run. You're going to get a ticket and you're going to have to see a judge and we're, we're going to let the school uh, deal with the rest. So they, they, the they, school? Yeah. So they, they took me to school. Well, wow. somebody needed to con- contact my, my mom. So they contact my mom. My mom is all pissed off because anytime my mom has to get off of work and come down to the principal's office is no bueno for Omar. (laughs) And uh, so, so, so she, she got, she got, she got um, home. I'll never forget this. She was so mad that she told my stepdad, I am so mad that I don't even want to be in a room with him alone because I think I would do too much harm to him. And, and and so my my stepdad, he was he was super nice. He was just the nicest guy ever. Never laid a uh, finger on us or whatever. But it was his job to uh, reprimand me. So I was I was I was still you know thirteen. I was still scared because you know I mean I seriously fucked up right. Yeah. So he gets a, you know we get in the room and I, dude I mean punishment is coming right and you know this is this is aside from you know being grounded and all that stuff or whatever they was really gonna teach me a lesson right. Here comes um, the chunkla. This was a belt. He won. He he got a belt. Okay, oh, he got a belt. He got a belt. Damn. Yeah. So he, he you know, he, I'm I'm standing up there, or whatever, and uh, he says to me, he's like, "Hey, um, 
I need you to just kind of scream or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Hold on. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he, 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 he kind of like lightly hits me with the belt and I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like totally played it up. And then, you know, and then, and then he was just like, you know, kind of like, you know, just uh, tear up a little if you can. So I pinched myself really hard. And then, <laughs> and then I walked out. And then, like, my mom's are like, you know, oh, what she say? Así es, cabrón, or something like that, you know? Te va a hacer más peor, you know, next time or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's my story, man. So, uh, and, and by so, the way, I think I'm only grounded for like two weeks. Let's recap. Yeah. Omar hits a car. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens to your car nor the other car. Nope. Did you actually hit the car? That's a great question. Uh, I must have, yeah, because they, they, they pulled over and uh, the, the car behind me chased me. So I must have. Oh, you were driving. The other car was driving. Yeah. yeah I thought yeah. it was a parked car. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. Shit. No, no. The other, part, the other person was driving, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was say, like, who, yeah. like, who followed you home? I had all these other uh, questions. Like, I have no idea. Like, yeah, like and, I said, and, oh man, I was thirteen now, years old and dumb. What was your rep like at school, though? Oh, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> Everybody's like, like, oh, but it, 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 so, so it was cool in junior high, but in high school, it, it, it legitimately, as a freshman, gave me cred because I was that <laughs> that kid from junior high that stole their mom's car and took it out for a joyride. You know, so so. Hey, hey you guys want to hear something even crazier? After that yeah. incident, my parents found out that I was able to drive, and they would send me on errands to go to... <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, here, uh, it's like, oh, we need some milk, send Omar, because they, would, they didn't want to go, you know, if I need... And, and, and oh, as, a, as a 13-year-old, I, I used any little excuse to go, you know, to... Uh, uh, Tom, there was a Tommy's Burger down the street. Oh, yeah, I want some Tommy's. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go pick it up, you know? So, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, man. Wow. What do you the, guys think the of the story? Of y- the adventures of young Omar. I, I, you're lucky to be alive, amigo. It's crazy, crazy. And then uh, maybe, maybe next time it's my turn to tell a story I'll t- tell a story about my drug dealing days. Oh yes, oh boy, yeah. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a. I have a lot of levels, guy. I have a lot of. I'm you, like you're an onion. An onion. Yeah, I'm an you're onion. an onion that, that we need to peel. Oh yeah, my God. amazing. Okay. Way to go. Way to stay alive. Thank you. Green, 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 green. Hey guys, guess what time What's it is? Up, oh? It's, what time is it? It's sponsor time. What time it is? And this uh, this time around, we're going to talk Montanez U personal injury lawyers. And I hope that anybody, you know, wasn't listening to my story about the hit and run because yeah. I, I, that's, I can't get busted again for that, right? For doing all that hood rat stuff. Well, no, you I, were 13 and you didn't have a driver's license. And if there are statutes of limitations, I, I think you might be okay. Okay. But know. you know what? Even at the time with that... That if that were to happen, if I had any kind of sense, I would definitely call up Montana's U personal injury lawyers if I were to get got her. You know what? The person in the trunk probably would have used her services because I think she bumped her head when I hit the car. So she would have totally called up Montana's U personal injury lawyers. You can find them at myinjurylawyers.com. Their number is 833-MY-LAW-NOW. And you know what? They are a small firm, but they deliver big results. And you know what? You get a free consultation when they, they come to you. You could go by phone or virtually, and there's no recovery, no fee, so you don't have to worry about owing them any money. They won't let it happen. You talk to an attorney, not a legal assistant, and they have recovered millions. 
Now, Dave, when I go by phone, do I hop on it and drive it illegally like Omar did when he stole his mom's car? I'm not, if you're I'm not, underage, yes. I think you have to do that. You have to do it that way. But, uh, you know, we've had Robert We've had Robert on this podcast before, and you know he's just a regular Joe. He's not like well, your regular stuffy lawyer. He's a K-Rock, Kevin and Bean guy. You know, he's he, he followed us from the B-Team podcast. And now that we're doing Janky Town, he was, you know, he was our first guy. So I would love Janky town to show him some love uh so if yeah. you guys have any kind of case please give him a call at uh 833 my law now or visit his website myinjurylawyers.com and also the other crazy thing is if you become a client they give you their personal cell phone numbers so if you need an update on what's happening in your case just hit them with the text they're going to reply and i mean that's just service that you don't hear of so uh so the, the, the guy's awesome and uh you know since he is a fan of janky town and he's the lawyer of janky town chances are you guys are going to work well together you ever kind of team up with somebody in a business uh, partnership and it doesn't feel right because they think you know they're better than you or you know they know more or whatever i don't think the vibe i got from robert is that you're not going to get these kind of lawyers you're you're going to get dudes that are going to kind of vibe with you and i think i think if you're going to have a lawyer you want somebody to vibe with so i think montanez you personal injured lawyers have a good vibe so please check them out and tell them that janky town sent to you that would do us a great service once again myinjurylawyers.com the phone number 833 mylon now oh uh, we can't have an episode without celebrating spooky season somehow That's so right. why not let's let's just drop in a little rosa g king size candy rosa g in the hizzy add you know me <laughs> oh it's edd, E-D-D. my bad <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I got a fly in my head. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay janky. Unbelievable. Halloween is here. I'm so excited. It's scary. Let's start. King size candy getting king size candy. King size candy getting king size candy. King size candy getting king size candy. On Halloween getting king size candy. Rosa G, check the date. Halloween is here, gotta regulate. My costume look ill like Dallas Buyers, Katniss, Erdine. Yo, no, I'm on fire. Fire. Ring the doorbell and be polite. If you give me king size, I'll be back all night. Cup so many flavors, I can count them. Big feet, butterfingers, yeah, I'm about them. Haters get so mad, cause they can't stop it. It ain't trick or treat, and if you ain't got it, <laughs> mess around, I'ma catch your body. If I see Nick wafers, I throw him in the potty. Whoops, king size candy game. King size candy, king size candy, getting king size candy, king size candy, getting king size candy. On Halloween, getting king size candy. Early in the night, fill my candy bag. So that's not a problem. I got another bag. I'm busing, running laps on these fools. Hit the house twice is Rosa G's rule. Get my candy, you don't have a chance. I'll send you to the sea, SpongeBob SquarePants. Let Chucky from the flake, I'll run them up. Fun size. Has me like, yeah, yeah. Racing, toothbrush, dots, and apples. If you give me these, you're just an Want my sneakers, Reese's, Kit Cats, and Twix. Put M&M's, Pop Rocks, and Nerds in the mix. Yeah. Back home, let's eat. You know that sound. Candy Crunch, fool. Candy Crunch by the pound. Like crunch, crunch, crunch. Talking. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Get it. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. On Halloween, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. King size candy, getting king size candy. On Halloween, getting king size candy. Toss up your sweets, toss up your sweets, toss up your candy and your treats. Come on.
sweets. Toss up your sweets. Toss up your gum bars, pops. Toss up your treats. I hear the candy like a bat. Dracula. Stacking bars all night. Stamina. King size, I got ring buys. With my ring pops, yeah, that's my ring size. King size, king size. Candy. King size, king size. Candy. On Halloween, king size candy. I got a giant tumbler and I haven't eaten yet. Okay, cool. Why don't you take me to Janky Town? Your hosts of Janky Town are Dave the King of Mexico, Johnny Beer Mug, and me, DJ Omar Khan. Thank you so much for listening. Janky Town is a janky production, recorded, engineered, produced by Omar Khan. If you would like your own podcast produced by Omar Khan, please feel free to contact him at djomarkhan at gmail.com. And if you ever need a DJ for a wedding, anniversary, birthday party, no matter what occasion, please visit djomarkhan.com for the best in high-end DJ services.